energy deplete by the time you get to the end of grading a big assignment? Stay tuned for a quick hack to help with this. Hello, and welcome to PS Teacher Hacks, the podcast where we collect all the hacks we wish we would have known when we started teaching. I'm Danielle Phyllis, and I'm here with Beth Robertson and Chris Sanchez. Hey there, Danielle again. Grading a huge stack of essays is enough to make even a good teacher go a little mad. To keep my sanity in place while grading a big assignment, I pick a paper that I know will be strong and I save it to the end. That way I'm pretty sure I'll walk out on a happy note and won't feel like, you know, I'm the worst teacher ever. Beth here. So that brings us to our hack of the week, where we go in-depth on a hack we feel will bring real change to your classroom. This week, our hack deals with different techniques for getting your class's attention. These methods might be different for each teacher, depending on which method makes you most comfortable and which age range you're teaching. These sort of attention-grabbing cues tend to fall into a few main categories. Call and response, physical cues, technology technology-based cues, and more. Some call and response cues include things like, if you hear my voice, clap once. If you hear my voice and you're not talking, clap twice. Another one that we do sometimes is shave and haircut. Some teachers say, dun, da, da, dun, dun, and the students respond, um, another one that I've heard teachers use is uh, the teacher says one, two, and then the students say eyes on you. And I, I don't, I personally don't use the call and response ones as much. I, I tried the shave and a haircut and it failed miserably because the kids had no idea what it was. Um, but whatever, I, I tend to like the physical cues better. Um, as I do teach older kids, eighth grade, um, so I just like to raise my hand, and then I tell the kids at the beginning of the year, if you see me with my hand raised, as soon as you notice that, as soon as you're mindful of that, then stop talking and raise your hand, and then by the end, eventually, <laughs> everybody will recognize that the room is now quiet and everybody has their hands raised, and, and that works pretty well for me. Just last week, my kids were working on a, an assignment where they were working in groups of two, and so it was pretty chaotic in the room, and the way that I was able to get their attention was just by turning out the lights. And, you know, they all look up, at least, to see what's going on, and so that's a really good cue. Um, it works for younger kids, and it works for older kids. Like little birds in a bird cage. <laughs> yeah. Another one is if you just walk by and there are students who are talking or who are distracted, giving their desk a light tap. Um, another thing is to not just give it a tap, but also maybe you show like you're miming, writing down notes to remind them this is what you should be doing. Maybe you point to the passage in the book of, uh, you know, what they're reading or point to the board to say, hey, you should be paying attention up there. So all these nonverbal cues are great ways to not impede your the flow of your lesson and you know not give undue attention to the student who might be trying to seek attention by talking out 
I really like that because it's not shaming the student, but it does help them to self-regulate, which is something we'd like students to eventually do. Um, I know some teachers also use audio cues, and I have a friend who uses a bell. I like the prayer bells or the, the sort of Zen meditation Chime. bell. Chimes are good because it's nice sounding and not harsh and, and strident. I also have friends who have like a doorbell. Yeah, and you can go like to Home Depot or Lowe's and buy one of those doorbell kits and install it in your room. You don't have to really install it in the structure of your room, but you can install it and you can have just a doorbell. Yeah, and one of the things that Danielle just uh, touched on is the idea of um, not having to scream yourself, not having to shout. I mean, this makes it easier on you. You should have a couple of these in your toolbox. That way you can get um, your students' attention without having to overexert yourself. Yeah, it's very true. It's, it's, I always feel like I've lost when I'm yelling. <laughs> All right, you guys win. I'm screaming at you. Um, another teacher friend of mine did kind of like Simon Says. Remember the Simon game from when we were young and, you know, <laughs> the game's were simple, uh, where the lights light up? Well, she would clap some kind of pattern, and then the students would have to clap back that pattern. And, um, that's kind of a neat and fun gamey sort of thing. There are also some tech uh, tools we can use. So uh, if you go to bouncyballs.org, and we'll put this in the show notes, it's a pretty fun on-screen uh, app, visual app. So it's got either sort of rubber balls or eyeballs or bubbles you can choose, and you can change the sensitivity to be very, very sensitive or to not be super sensitive, and you can ask the students to quiet down so that those bouncy balls are not bouncing anymore. So they bounce when it gets noisier, and then they can make it calm down. Do note, word of warning, if you have spirited students like I do, they may, in fact, backfire this on you and <laughs> really like seeing eyeballs bouncing around the screen. So do note that. <laughs> but they, it gets their attention, that's for sure. Classcraft also has a volume meter, and then there's another app that's called the Too Noisy app as well. And now it's time for our student hack. This hack comes from our eighth grade student, Presbyterian student, Jessica. And now it's time for our student hack. This hack comes from eighth grade student. Oh, I know it is. And now it's time for our student hack. This hack comes from an eighth grade Presbyterian student, Jessica. Jessica says that if you forget your planner and need to write down an important assignment, write it down on your arm, provided that's okay at your school. Thanks, Jessica. And and that's the dismissal bell. Thank you for listening. Please visit our blog at tiny.cc forward slash PS Teacher Hacks where you can find the show notes for our podcast and all kinds of goodies. And hey, follow us on Twitter at PS Teacher Hacks. Be sure to join us next week when we hack the grading process. Learn to save time and grade efficiently. You won't want to miss this. And as always, if you can't hack it, just hack it. Bye-bye. Yay!